Welcome to the Culture of the Podcast, a podcast about music makers and the cultures that surround them. In this episode, we'll be talking to Sweatpants Music or Sweatpants Princess. This pod, this episode is going to be in English, so if you're learning English, we should have transcripts readily available, and this should be up on Link soon. So welcome if you're from Link or other places. The way, all right. Okay. So, ju- this is not a meme. This is not a drill. This is not a meme. <clears throat> okay. The um, the thing for like getting an audible thing, it says you cannot mention uh books in the ad itself. Wait, what? You cannot mention books in the ad for Audible itself. Oh, interesting. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so you wouldn't actually get the affiliate for saying that just because you yeah. actually mentioned books. <laughs> Did you ever want to read Redacted and you were like... this any way that i want to we just happen to be live <laughs> all right <Nice>. so <laughs> okay continue we're so, good so um uh, uh do you want do you want like a full reset or do you want to just continue on from here or just this who cares who the hell cares all right all right so just no one no one knows who you are apparently uh you're introducing yourself and go okay my name is maggie mazer um i'm here i go by maggle um officially i'm supposed to be sweatpants princess but i'm terrible at branding so you can find me on instagram at sweatpants.music you can find me on bandcamp at sweatpants princess you can find me on twitter at osnark and there's so much confusion so i am so sorry but yeah we're doing great we love not doing things well <laughs> and, and then there's me which no one knows who i am so in, in... i know who you are damn it all right <laughs> damn it <laughs> all right all right and uh, introduce yourself musically because, you know, culture no- notated, the notated aspect. Right. We're going to actually talk about music this time and not like tax evasion. That's the, that's the hope. That's the hope. That is the hope. Okay. So musically as a background, um, I did a lot of jazz when I was younger. Um, I went to a Montessori school and the jazz teacher there was like, hey, kid, you got perfect pitch. Me being three, I was like, I don't know what the fuck that is. Um, But then that's how I was kind of like thrust into the music world. Um, I actually didn't know what perfect pitch was until I was in sixth grade. And I was like, oh, wait, people can't normally just sing. That's just not a thing. And then it only became more apparent later down the road, especially when I started being music director for things. Anyways, um, but yeah, so jazz. 
did a lot of classical singing with choir and stuff. Never understood what anything was saying, especially in the Latin, like, God pieces. But I was like, okay, chill. I'm just, I'm just vibing. Just vibing in the church. Vibing in the basilica. Um, and did some piano. Really got into guitar, especially jazz guitar. So a lot of my music and a lot of my styles are very much just a lot of those jazz chords just kind of thrust into place of where normal chords should be. Thrusted. Uh, thrusted. That's my word of the day, fellas. <laughs> um, what else? Did a lot of acapella in high school because that's as one choir nerd does. You go into acapella competitively, so you know the whole like pitch perfect ICCA bullshit. Like that's real. Um, and we did that was music director, arranged a lot of music, composed a lot of shit, came into music production because I was like, you know what? That's where everything's going nowadays. I'm gonna learn how to do things. I can barely navigate Ableton, but here we are. We're here, folks. I just learned that you can alter the velocity of an automated hi-hat so that it sounds <laughs> like you're playing the drums. <laughs> been like three years hey we get there eventually <laughs> we get there eventually hey it's like I, I do what i've got to do and as long as it's better than the last time i did it, it's fine. okay okay now now um i understand that there were some drugs involved with your upbringing so what, what? were you doing hard jazz or soft jazz I heard drugs. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes. I didn't remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mentioned jazz. So was it hard or soft jazz? It was a lot of soft jazz. A lot, like, of, so, a like, lot of like. Feels so major, good. Major nines and some like a lot of minor nines, especially with the three, six, two, five chord progression. A lot of nice little dominant substitutions, but just really like things to kind of help you put fall asleep essentially okay like, oh. okay so it wasn't like the atonal like you know 12 tone row like sometimes when i just listen to like that kind of jazz it's like i kind of have to dissociate like a hot second there's <laughs> <laughs> like 500 notes flying at you like per second and you're like oh okay yeah i i understand that this is good <laughs> but, like, this is so overwhelming i don't know what's happening <laughs> Oh God! All right, all right, all right. I'm so glad that we managed six minutes so far that we're actually staying on music. This is like, I'm so happy for us. Right, this is a whole whole like new thing. So, uh, to explain a little bit about this podcast, um, this podcast will eventually get transcribed, and people okay. will learn higher level English from this podcast. So, oh, thank God. I'm <laughs> Whatever higher level English that I'm saying right now, like, I don't know if you want to put that in your own vocabulary, but, like, go for it. You're more than welcome to. Hey, hey, hey. Natural speech is natural speech is natural speech. Big chungus, yes. <laughs> put that in the transcript. Exactly the way it looks. Big chungus. Big chungy. Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> we're doing good back to music all cultural right all right notation. cultural notation cultural notation actually it looks like kind of sick i don't know anyways culturally notated culture notated 
There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I had like the main words. You you had you had the ideas. You just didn't know how to finish them. <laughs> the notation of culture. Hello, welcome to our podcast. Hello. <laughs> We're here. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right, Music. all right. Music. Okay, so okay. how's the, how's the, uh, South Bay area? How's the South Bay area of California treating you musically? More like East Bay, and yeah, Bay. I'm, I'm in El Cerrito right now, so that's kind of like, uh, um, if you were in San Francisco and you looked across the bay, there it is. Um, so I guess in terms of musically, like, I don't know, the Bay Area has never been, like, I would say a big hub for, like, new and upcoming artists, right? It's like, mm-hmm. you always hear about the Bay Area, it's just, like, this big thing, but, like, when you think new artists, you're thinking, like, LA, New York, like that, a- Atlanta, things like that. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of the music that, I mean, I've surrounded myself with, especially kind of moving back from, like, college where all I did was acapella, it's been kind of lonely. I don't know. I've just been mainly making music by myself just kind of in my room with a little my little midi keyboard guitar and like equipment that i sort of hoarded for the last two years or so um but yeah there there is there is a guy uh there is a composer that's famous (laughs) that's famous for how he was basically isolated uh musically like he wasn't he basically couldn't uh listen to anyone else just going insane <laughs> so pounding the piano and people are like you know i can kind of vibe with that <laughs> yeah uh i uh like his situation was um he was he was basically under a house and like they paid for him and everything mm-hmm. and like he had to rate a song uh he had to rate songs for the uh to perform for every weekly party that sounds so exhausting and and like the worst part was well he lived in like a super like rich person's house it takes forever to get back into town so he's not listening to other Uh, people's music so he can't he's not actually hearing other people's music he was just making music on his own and he's made a whole career out of it (laughs) i mean i guess it worked damn like if he's getting money but like that making a song every week for a party like for a weekend party oh no not just a song that like he has to compose he's he was basically composing like music for the party like not just one song but like oh my god yeah yeah no i get i when i do music it's like what at 1 a.m i put down like eight bars i'm like i go to bed now (laughs) and it's like that's at that point like the edible just fully hits and i just drop them (laughs) just ascend or descend depending on where i'm going um but yeah that sounds awful but luckily i'm not that far in isolation i you know i feel like um well we have the internet so like can't truly be isolated but um i i feel like um what you actually mentioned is kind of an efficient way to work because if you if you manage to make one bar and just said okay that's half decent and like that one bar doesn't necessarily have to be amazing mm-hmm. if you made one bar eight times then you got a song then got a song. yeah yeah you do that 120 128 days later you have eight songs you know what that, <laughs> that makes sense 
That makes sense. I <laughs> should actually follow that because I was planning to like make an album. I was like, yes, we're gonna make this album. This was like last year. <laughs> this was like last year. I was like, I'm gonna be so good. Like I have so many ideas. I like will punk out one song that will take me like a month to conceive because I was like, bro, I'm so stuck with like what I want to do with this. I redid an entire song because I did not like the way I sounded in A flat and then I changed it to B flat. But I redid the entire recording, the entire mixing. And I was like, was it worth it in my mind? Yes, but it also was so painful. And it's like, to do that, I'm like thinking about this man who has to do that like every week with not even just one song, with multiple songs, I'd be like, man, this is work again. It's not even just a hobby anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like honestly, what, what I feel like you have to get good at like when you're at that point it, it, you have to get good at killing your darlings yeah which i i it's like i spend so much time that i don't want to <laughs> but it's like it's you gotta just i have a graveyard at this point of like things i was like this is an idea and then never followed up with it. yeah i i have so many songs where uh i have so many ideas in my head and the only reason why they're in my head is every time i've tried to manifest them I sometimes I'll get extremely close. I'll get really close to like, like, yeah, this is actually like the manifesto. And then like something is slightly off. And then I'm like, all right. <laughs> okay. Well, the <laughs> this we're throwing out my computer. I'm quitting music and never coming back. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the podcast. The, the, and that was the first. <laughs> I, like actually this is this is the reason why i like that whole one bar one bar multiple song idea because like you you never actually fully dedicate yourself to one song so mm -hmm. you you never actually end up wasting time that is true that is true oh man and then when yeah. you and then when you do the eventual thanos snap that will that will happen somewhere down the line at least when you when you snap you could be like wait 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 i liked that baseline I liked this little lick of the melody. I liked this sound that I ended up making. I liked this. And then you can take you could take the good and do Drag something it else wrong. with it. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow, you are putting me on some mind grapes, some <laughs> We love it. Everyone listening out there, just write something once a day. It could be one note, but hey, one note is better than zero notes. Right? Absolutely. You're welcome, everyone. That was me dropping my Apple pen, not mic, because we don't want to damage our equipment. I have a, I have a sure SM57. I could totally do it, but I don't want to take it off the stand. I'm too lazy. That is so valid. Today, I... <laughs> every time someone does a mic drop, but like, I'm like, please don't do that. It's so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, okay, okay. If you drop... If you drop an SM57, no one cares. If you drop anything else, who are you? That's just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna do it to be badass. <laughs> like there's a there's a reason why everyone trusts an SM57 to be the snare mic. Because when the drummer inevitably hits it, because he's a dumbass and he's a little bit too drunk. Okay. <laughs> okay, mood, yes. <laughs> <laughs> when he inevitably hits it. He's he's not going to murder the living shit out of it. Oh, yeah. You know what? That makes sense. Yeah. 
Luckily, my snare drum is the D key on my MIDI piano. Yeet! So, imagine if I just whacked the shit out of it and like just broke a mic. What if? <laughs> what if you broke a? What if you broke a mic by pressing the D key on your keyboard? Just like the mic that I used to sing just explodes. Just. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I did not expect that. I didn't think I was that bad at music, but yeah. <laughs> uh, I need a huge upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> like, just call support and be like, there's like, uh, you know, what the fuck? <laughs> anyway. Anyway. We were talking music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get back. Oh, that's a baby crying. It's a very loud baby. Sorry, I'm like in my room, which is like the where walls are split is like very you can hear a lot of things and this baby wakes me up at like 3 a.m in the morning and i'm like please shut the fuck up <laughs> not I'm mine like, please shut the fuck up not mine <laughs> like i get it like but like what do you really have to cry about you know <laughs> it's like you're you're a baby you don't have to pay bills under miss rona scounder <laughs> for money like Damn. you're living through a pandemic and you don't even know what's going on Oof. You're just Jay chilling. The tooth What hurts. did I cry about? I want to cry. Man, <laughs> depression was so bad. And now we're doing great. We love it. Love it. And those are the exact vocals you're going to get on this next album, everyone. Welcome to the show. Okay, anyway. Get me off. Uh um what was, what was I gonna say? Alright. So I want I want you to know, um, I'm on Fiverr. I don't actually like do anything on Fiverr because I am out of practice. <laughs> but Fiverr as in like like law? No, Fiverr with a v, Fiverr. v. With a V. Yes. Okay, that makes less sense to me than Fiverr. Explain, elaborate. Hello. Uh, you've never heard of Fiverr. Let me give it a goog. If I give it a small goog, maybe I'll, maybe I'll recognize. But again, everyone who's listening, I am stupid and don't know anything. So you're, you're listening to this and you're like, hey, she doesn't know Fiverr. What I can back this up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know shit about anything, y'all. God. Fiverr is an Israeli online marketplace for freelance services. Yep. Okay. I was like, are, is this, are we in Tel Aviv right now? <laughs> like you read the first half of that, you're like, wait a minute. I'm like, oh, okay. I don't know if I Googled the right thing, but sure. But yeah, okay. Okay. So we have some freelance, freelance work here. Mm -hmm. So, um, this was a while back. Um, Venice. So I, I had made a song, uh, it's Afro-Cuban, um, and I I was parting out the pieces and whatnot, and I sent this Venezuelan chick um, the trombone part, right? Mm -hmm. And then, like four days later, she has like five days on her thing for delivery. Four days later, she's like, oh, no, no, no. Um, <clears throat> Venezuela ends up on the news because they're having blackouts. Uh-huh. 
and oh. then and then day five comes up and i'm like oh shit oh no 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 oh. <laughs> then a whole week happens and i'm like oh no 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 and then 10 days passed all right 10 days passed and she i it was random when she hit me up i don't know how she got power but she was like yo i'm sorry the government is crap <laughs> i can't do it right now and um basically i hadn't heard from her in like six months or so like a oh, long shit. time right and yeah. i was the venezuelan situation is like basically they're in mass exodus they're having a huge brain drain they're in economic ruin um beyond yeah, belief no. yeah venezuela is like the country that everyone is gonna focus on for like any political side yeah um, um but yeah that it would be unfortunate to have your power cut off for six goddamn months so not only that but like she's in venezuela and like i already i like i in this time i had learned spanish and i had yeah. actually uh, watched a documentary on what was going on in uh, venezuela uh-huh. and like there's a whole bunch of violence and guns and like a good 40 percent of the documentary has guns in it <laughs> let's put it that way oh no <laughs> so i'm like uh you know what i don't i hope she's okay right and God, then i hope he's okay right and then one day she just randomly comes back and she said like, oh yeah i have like power now everything's fine i'm still in the maracaibo and um because i had learned spanish maybe now i'll talk in spanish and um with the whole coronavirus situation i just i basically decided to like give her three gigs for so yeah 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 <laughs> yeah of the human heart right just yeah, just helping helping a gal out with her very <laughs> falling government what yeah also falling apart at the seams um thanks to a stimulus package that gave 500 billion to corporations The really meme part is like Venezuelan currency is totally um worth anything right now. It's not it's not at all worth anything. So yeah. so um like to her I'm giving her a lot of money. <laughs> I mean yeah shit. Yeah <laughs> Like, you could literally tell me anything about the Venezuelan situation, because honestly, I don't know enough about it. I know shit's going down. I know there was a lot of, like, American meddling in especially, like, the oil industry there and trying to get oil. But other than that, I'm kind of like, I don't fucking know shit. Yeah. So I'm open to learning no more new information, no matter how depressing it fucking is. I hope this woman is okay. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, she seems fine. She seems fine. It, I I actually basically we we just made the deal today. Um okay. so I think she's fine. Okay. I also saw that she had another gig beforehand. So I think she's she I don't know if she'll 
I hope she ends up doing better because everyone has to now outsource stuff instead of like bringing people in to do things now. Mm, okay, interesting. Well, yeah. that that is something. Yeah. I will <laughs> Current situation. Here we are. Yeah, it's very hard to just not think about the depression of or the crushing depression of the world anyways hello welcome to this podcast cultural notation, notation. you will never okay 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 <laughs> i feel like at this point you should just like entire purposely miss one of the words because it's just it's just not gonna happen <laughs> cultural notes everyone <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> what are we talking about? Cuisine. Things. The Cuisine. All right. So, have you ever had lasagna? Fuck no. What the fuck is that? No, yes, I have. Made by PewDiePie. No, I have. Bitch, lasagna, thing. bitch, lasagna. Is that a meme? Is that one of the memes that cool kids know nowadays? Because I don't know shit. No, you don't. Okay, you don't know about that song. All right, this person doesn't know shit about anything. All right, I say this person doesn't. You say doesn't know shit about anything. That didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) What? Doesn't know shit about anything. Yes, nice. I'm going to be our imaginary audience. <laughs> Morgan, this is really good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I wish they would talk more about music. <laughs> Shut up. I'm enjoying this. Oh. Hey. <laughs> well, what, what genre would you would you feel like, like uh, your music falls under, mostly? I would just say, like, very, like, chill vibes. Like, you know, no, but, but really, like, I would say if you could probably classify it as like, oh, fuck, I don't know, shit. Maybe like a little, little jazz, a little, little hip hop in there with some of the beats. If you can, is that like classified under like chill beats? Um, I guess you could say it. I get, mm, yeah, 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 yeah. You could say that. Right, which is like half the time whenever I make music, it's really just what I find to be pretty sounding. Which is like what I was saying with all like, when I do music, I tend to put in a lot of like major nine chords, minor nine chords. That sound is absolutely beautiful. Um, When I'm like making a melody line, it's all about using a lot of the different to kind of bring out like the F sharp. What are we doing? That's a C minor. Ooh, love that one. I was like, wait, why isn't that? Oh, that impressing D, not C. <laughs> yeah, love that C minor nine chord. And then if you kind of go into, let's see if I can plug in my, plug in my MIDI keyboard right now and just kind of like. <laughs> Ow. Um, going into that. No, okay, you're not gonna play. Fuck you too, man. 
Oh. Wait, I think I got it. I got it. Anything? No. no. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I think I just have to like reopen it because my. I mean, uh, what are the chords? Uh, well, that would be a C minor nine. You would, pro depending on what kind of mood you're going for, I'd probably go into like an F seven into a B flat major nine. You know, right. just kind of like that little two five one going into maybe like a six with the yes. Then like uh, uh seven, the minor seven. Minor seven. So B flat. Yeah, so. Oh, okay. There yeah, it is. Yeah, duh. And then. And then, like a B flat major nine. So put the seven and the nine there. Uh, B flat major nine. Um, major. Ugh. Yeah. I'm. Okay, so there's a one, three, five. Now add the C. Uh, I am the fingers. <laughs> yeah. There it is. There okay, we go. So <laughs> plug this in. Right, but that's like the shit that I love, right? It's like if you can kind of get that little extra little, I call it like a little extra color in there. Color. Exactly. Um, right, because as, okay, now this is recording and then now I can actually say it, right? So I have synesthesia when it comes to pitch recognition, which is half the reason why I can have perfect pitch is because I associate a lot of these things with colors. Um, so like that B flat, major seven or that uh can i actually play it now oh jesus christ that is not <laughs> <laughs> um what is it 